You only have one time around the track in life. And why are you spending it doing something that you don't like or with people that you don't like, or you don't care about what it is that you're doing? How's it going? Welcome. This is your host, Robin Copernicus. And on today's show, we have Bob Goodwin, who is the founder of Career Club. And Bob Goodwin just started this company. He is transitioning away from a long-term career. And it would be really interesting to see what he's been learning in terms of creating content, in terms of getting people onto his platform and helping the, the customers that he's actually trying to help. Bob, welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be here, Robin. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so for, for those that are familiar with Career Club and your story, what is Career Club and what led you down this path? Yeah, so Career Club is a resource that I've had in the back of my mind for probably five years. I've been working with, my day job has been sales and marketing. So I'm a salesperson, sales leader, working primarily with big brands like Procter & Gamble, Coca-Cola, Samsung, just big companies that we all know, and working with the brand marketing people at those kinds of companies. And, but as a salesperson, so I get the sales and the marketing piece of it. And in the past 10 years, I've been working a lot just from networking, trying to be a good guy, helping people on job transition. And job transition is really hard. You've been disassociated from your colleagues, your identity in a lot of cases, and you put COVID on top of all of that. And it's just been a pretty disorienting experience for a lot of people. And that's the emotional part of it. But then there's the more practical bit that a sales or not sales, but a job search is a big sales and marketing exercise. What's my brand? What's my value proposition? What problems do I solve? How do I communicate that clearly? Who's my target audience? How do I find them? Those are all kind of marketing questions. And then there's the sales piece of it, which is I got to go talk to a lot of people. I have to create a sales funnel of opportunities. Things are going to fall out for all sorts of different reasons. Networking, meetings, interviews, those are basically sales calls. And if you haven't been in sales or marketing, why would you be good at either one of those things? So over the past 10 years, after talking with literally hundreds and hundreds of people, I started to develop a point of view on what people said was helpful to them and started packaging it up. And, and so I did two things in Career Club. One is wrote an online course called Making Your Own Weather which shows people that there's this whole other lane available to them that salespeople do all day, every day, which is call on the companies they want to be with. And then the second thing, and this is the key, I think most differentiated asset of Career Club, is I also noticed that people suffered from a technology gap. So the employers have these applicant tracking systems, they've got recruiters, they've got Indeed and LinkedIn and all these kind of technology things that they can put forward to win the battle for talent. But for candidates, the person looking for a job, like there is no enabling technology for them. They're literally running their job search off of sticky notes and a notebook. And if you're really technical, you have a spreadsheet and you just keep adding more columns to the right as you figure out more crap you're trying to keep up with. And I'm like, all you're trying to do is build a CRM tool. Everybody's doing their own do-it-yourself CRM tool. And I'm like, CRM already exists. So first thing I did was I took an existing bit of CRM software and modified it to one, align with the sales process, the funnel, target companies, networking, talking to somebody, applying, interviewing, negotiating, 
and creating that funnel. And then also all the data fields, people are trying to keep up with in their spreadsheet of like, how did I find this? Who's the hiring manager? Who's the talent person? The job portal, the job description, which resume did I send them? Blah, blah, blah. All that is in the CRM. But the other piece, and a lot of your audience, I think will be familiar with this resource, is people don't know all the cool companies that are out there. They'll go and say, hey, who are the biggest companies in my town? They'll go to some book of lists or who their biggest competitors were in their last job. But they don't know about all these companies that are getting funded and they're getting 50 million, 30 million, 20 million dollars from outside investors. And I don't mean to go against the thesis of the podcast, but there's a lot of companies generating a lot of funds. And by definition, they're hiring. They're scaling out the business and a lot of cases are scaling up the business. So Crunchbase, which is a database I think a lot of your listeners would be familiar with, I've got an API data feed from those guys and into the CRM tool. And so now for the first time, a candidate can go on and say, hey, I'm really interested in SaaS companies in the FinTech space in New York that have raised at least $50 million in the past year. Yeah. And also you have this curated list 71 companies, most of which you never heard of. And now you've got a truly a targeted list. And then just bookmark the ones that are most interesting to you. Those become the stage one deals in the CRM portion of the solution. So super long answer, but that's what, I, what the market need was that I identified and the MVP that we put together earlier. Yeah, that's brilliant. I, I remember when I was, after I graduated from my MBA program and I was applying to all these jobs, it really was, it was more of like a run and gun type of thing where you would just apply to everything instead of even having a spreadsheet where you're, you're tracking every single application. It was more of just having a copy paste, something that you can, you know, quickly paste somewhere, edit it for it to kind of make sense and you just send it out and it's, it gets so messy. And I think a CRM definitely would have been helpful. How did you put this whole CRM tool together? Yeah, yeah, I did networking as my sort of native tongue. I love to, to meet people and find people who know more about stuff than I do. So I started networking with some people that were CRM experts and they pointed me to one, just got acquired for like a billion dollars. They're crushing it. But it also gave me confidence that they're not going anywhere. They're gonna to continue to develop the product and all that kind of stuff. And then Crunchbase, I was familiar with from you know my previous life of working with financial services companies. And we just started trying to explore what's possible and figured out they had an API data feed that I could get into, negotiated what I think is a good price. To the kind of core part of this, I did not want to raise money. I don't want a new boss, but I figured out that you have a clever, elegant solution, you know, wasn't over the moon in terms of being able to fund it. And I just know from a product market fit, doing 10 years of talking with people, then doing some exploration of what's actually available to people from a technology perspective. It's like, it just straight up didn't exist. And I was really pleased that I was able to be able to integrate these things and marry two existing commercial solutions together that work. Yeah, that's actually brilliant because now a lot of founders actually just don't do this where they're taking off the shelf solutions that are already available and then just either combining it or twisting it to be able to um, deliver so much value to their audience instead. Um, that's just not really being done. What are you doing right now to start acquiring customers for Career Club? 
Yeah, no, great question. So LinkedIn obviously is you know, super important to me because my target audience is on LinkedIn and professionals who are looking for a job. And, and I'll make a quick distinction in a second, but you know, whether that's people who you know are literally in career transition between opportunities is a segment. You'll hear me if you follow me on LinkedIn, you'll see that I'm publicizing this term Sunday night sucks, which for so many things smile and everybody smiles because they know exactly what that means. I think, you know, it's I double down on that though, because scary sort of sounds like a little kid and who's in the closet or under my bed. But no, something that sucks, like it just drains people. And in some of the studies that I've seen, it's somewhere between 30 and 40% of people feel that way. It's just, no, this just, it sucks. And I'm like, that's worth fixing. Like that, that's a, a worthwhile problem because we spend way too much time in our jobs. You only have one time around the track in life. And why are you spending it doing something that you don't like or with people that you don't like or you don't care about what it is that you're doing or you're undercompensated or whatever the issue is that makes it not awesome? It's, there's just way too many cool companies out there who are hiring, who are looking for great talent, and you just never heard of them. But in, ter in terms of, of growing the customer base, so a lot of it is what you just said. It's content on LinkedIn. I do a ton of networking in the background. What I don't want to be is a career coach. And so there's tons of career coaches. That's like this booming cottage industry. And they have, your one, their business model is spending one-on-one -on -one time with people and really breaking down what do you want to do? And you know, what's your value proposition, right? Doing the resume, doing the LinkedIn profile, all that stuff. That's the stuff I'm, I don't want to do. I'm probably not as well qualified to do for people. So I'm like, okay, they gave you a great plan and a great way of thinking about where you should go direct your strategic job search. Career Club then becomes the activation tool to go do that and to go find those companies and then stay organized so that you can, in our brand promise, get a better job faster. So Career Club is essentially a SaaS tool more than a club. Yeah, yes, and one of the things I, I said earlier, people who are you know, in job transition, and, and maybe even the people where Sunday night sucks. It's creating community because, you know what I said, like where you've been disassociated from your company, your colleagues, everything, and then COVID. We have two one-hour meetings every week where people can get together and we just share what's going on. And sometimes it turns out to be networking help. Somebody might have an interview tomorrow. Somebody's just having trouble getting interviews. And I do believe community is really key to this. You're right, the technology piece is the secret sauce of all of it, but the club part really is this networking and, and having a place to go a couple of times a week so that you're getting not just your practical, you need to find more potential opportunities, but also the emotional, it just gets some encouragement. So Bob, can I actually say that you're actually right and the technology actually does not matter. It's more about the community because anyone can copy and paste your technology, but it's difficult to copy paste your community. So you're, I think you're spot on in terms of having it more of a club than a SaaS application. With your years of experience in sales and marketing in the corporate world, how has your journey been different in terms of capturing this new customer segment that isn't necessarily business to business, they're more of a consumer segment? 
sorry, rephrase the question. I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, sure. And, and take as much as time as you want to think. You have a lot of experience with sales and marketing in the B2B world. So you work with all these different companies, Procter & Gamble, um, Coca-Cola, etc. And this is a very different type of exercise in terms of. Oh, me selling me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I'm, I'm following you. Sorry. Yeah, great question. So I've actually, I do think of it in B2C and B2B terms. So I've hired uh, a marketing agency, you know, to work with me around content marketing. So I think even maybe the way we found each other is I, I've got a pretty decent following right now on LinkedIn, but, you know, I want to be way more intentional about that and building that and building the frequency, consistency, quality of the content, you know, that's out there. So that's one. Two is, I really think that the better way to be doing this is the B2B route, which is like why I'm building relationships with these career coaches, building relationships with executive search firms. I'll talk about that in a second. And then the third place I think has a ton of potential is this whole area called outplacement which is when, you know, XYZ company is letting go of 50 people or whatever, and they will actually provide some resume services and career coaching services to the affected employee. And yet those services, if you talk to people who are using them, aren't awesome at all. And so I think that B2B angle is also in play. Super quick on the executive search. A lot of people think the executive search firms are there to help the candidate. And they are, and I don't wanna say anything that's even remotely negative about executive search, but the reality is their business model is the company is paying their fee. And so that's their master in this equation is making the company happy. If you as a candidate happen to look like the role that they're trying to fill for their client, awesome. If not, they kind of need to quickly move on to find people who do look like the profile that their client company is looking for. And as I've been working with uh, some of the best executive search firms in the country, Career Club looks like a lot of help so that they can gently pass people on to resources that are more geared towards helping that person in job search who otherwise may not have found us. So I'm trying to get to that B2C audience primarily through B2B channels because you're spot on. That That's the part of the world I understand. Okay, so you're interesting. So you're leveraging the strengths that you already have with B2B marketing and then just trying to get a, a captive audience that yeah, these other B2C, companies... B2C is one-to-one, -one, right? I mean, each one of those is an individual sale, sort of. If I, I want to do this at scale and B2B is more one-to-one. And again, that is what's going to allow the business to grow more quickly in a good way and not spend however much money on Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads or whatever that trying to just drive the B2C wheel. I'm using more content marketing in that regard while trying to build out these other kind of distribution. Okay. How many people are in your community right now at the moment? I think we're like at 75 and we just launched four weeks ago. That's incredible. 75 in, in just four weeks. And in terms of development for the SaaS tool that I also is part of Career Club, where are you with that? No, it's totally built. So I actually did an MVP kind of beta during the spring of this year. So I did a 90 day beta, had 50 users paying. And basically what I was trying to learn is 
What's the support level? What's the training? What features are they using, not using, wish it had, et cetera. And my key learning coming out of that is I'm not my, I'm the kind of person that's, hey, that looks like a cool tool. You can keep your user manual. I just want to go play with it for a weekend and I'll, I'll figure it out. I want to just go play with it. And most people aren't like that. They like, where's the playbook? Like, where's the step by step? And so you know, I liken it to joining a gym. You could have the world's greatest gym. It's got 70 pieces of great equipment in there. But if you don't know what to do and how to start, it's really intimidating. And so coming out of the pilot, I hired a director of customer success who's building out the training videos, the knowledge base, running office hours uh, for us so that people are getting that light glove treatment so that they can get onboarded properly. Because if you haven't used a CRM tool before, there's a little bit of a learning curve there. And you know, that was the key learning coming out of the, the pilot was it wasn't about customer acquisition. It was more about properly onboarding people. Can I ask how you were able to get the first 75 people onto your platform in such a short period of time? Yeah, I've got, uh, that's a great question. I've got 5,600 followers already on LinkedIn. And I've got a very strong reputation within my little community of networking, helping in the context of job search. So when I started publicizing, and, and this was like, none of this was overt on LinkedIn. Career Club did not exist as a brand on LinkedIn. There wasn't a website or anything. It was strictly like, working my network and saying, hey, I'm doing this thing, if you know anybody. And then what I found was I discovered a couple of pods of people that had started finding their own community and creating their own community in job search. And so I got a couple quick bursts like that, but mostly word of mouth and me just doing my networking. Okay, so, so it, it, it sounds like it was a lot of organic stuff. Is this acquisition strategy something that's scalable for you right now? Or, or how, how do you plan to scale that? Yeah, for the next 90 days, this is about building content. We've got a strategy with what the, the agency would call a cluster pillar strategy. So three primary pillars of content and then the, the pieces of that that allow some consistency and frequency of content, but there's a common thread that holds it together. Uh, second piece is around obviously SEO and creating some momentum on SEO around some keywords and ideas. As the content gets built out, then I'm also doing a pretty good job of starting to build some media relationships. And so being able to get some you know, free marketing through media. So for the first 90 days, this is really about getting that content library going and really getting the cadence and the quality of, of the content around job search. And again, not just technical, you know, tricks and clicks kinds of things, but it is about the community piece. It is about encouraging. It is teaching people new ways of thinking about their job search. And I, I want to assess after 90 days, you know, where I'm at. Okay, where, where do you see Career Club 12 months from now? My big, hairy, audacious goal is 2,000 users at the end of 2022. Okay, that actually doesn't sound um, that big. <laughs> well, from 75, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of road to cover. But you, I, I know one of the tenets, I think, Robin, is one, not having to go beg for money. 
from people. And then two is and highly related to that would be being profitable. And so where I'm at right now, you know, a fraction of that 2000 number has me profitable. And that's really important to me. I'm not trying to figure out how to go spend as much money as quickly as possible and do all kinds of crazy things, like I said, with Facebook ads or, or whatever. And it's also why I like the B2B strategy because the cost of acquisition is very low going that route and it's replicable and scalable and particularly on the outplacement piece. There's so many people that get affected by, hey Robin, today's gonna be a hard day at work. I'm really sorry, but we're having to let people go and you're getting caught up in that. That is just like a punch in the gut, obviously. And to be able to go meet those people, but also do it at scale, that, that excites me, both as a human being, but also commercial. Okay. It, it, it's a definitely a very doable goal. And I understand the need for doing things sustainably. And it sounds like a very um, smart path because just like you said, you only need a very small fraction just to go towards profitability. And then after that, it's just putting all the right pieces into place to make sure that it's growing healthy and it'll actually keep on bringing income for you in the future. Where can people learn more about Career Club? Yeah, amazingly enough, the, the domain is career.club. I didn't know club was an extension <laughs> until about nine months ago. So I went and bought that. So career.club, the website, it's got a pretty cool video that actually my son did. He's in customer support for a big financial services company in New York, and he's really good at this. So there's a really good kind of show me how it works video. And then I am obviously uh, very open and, and would love to speak with anybody, Bob at career.club. If somebody wanted to reach out to me directly, I love connecting with people on LinkedIn. And there's both my presence as, as an individual, Bob Goodwin, but also Career Club has uh, its own LinkedIn presence. And I think we're already up to over 500 followers in four weeks just on Career Club, which kind of blows me away. Yeah, it's pretty good. It sounds like you need to get on Clubhouse too. The, the .club extension is like the most popular Clubhouse extension. And there's uh, probably a lot of your customers that are coming in hey, before we actually go i just this kind of question just popped up in my head is how are you convincing customers that they need your well, that's a great question so that gets way core to like product market fit and again when you look at the SaaS solution which i call career club one it it addresses two known articulated needs on the parts of people one is i'm freaking out because i don't think i'm organized and so, oh crap, I think I forgot to call that lady back. Or she asked me like, how did I find this job? And I'm like, I don't know, like I don't remember. Or I don't remember which resume I sent these guys. Now they're asking me questions about a resume. I'm not sure which one I sent them. So one is just like people feel a lot of stress from being disorganized and the CRM tool looks like help. And then the other piece is with the, you know, kind of fast growing, lots of momentum companies. People get like a big shaft of hope. It's, oh my God, I didn't know all these companies were out there. Like I only knew Procter & Gamble and IBM and Google and Facebook. And I'm, I didn't know all these cool companies were out here. I'm like, yeah, there's like tons of them out there. The, the last bit though, just to put a finer point on it is if you're making $90,000 a year, you know, which I think in a LinkedIn world is maybe median people making a ton more and people not making maybe quite that much. But if you just said $90,000 a year, every four weeks you're out of work, 
is costing you $7,500. Career Club is 500 for a year. And so as people don't do that, they they go, no, nah, it's been like six, it's been like three months now. And now it's been four months now. And that just, you just said like a lot of money in that little span of time there. And so when people are like, yeah, if I could get a job like a month faster because I'm, I'm organized and I'm finding these better companies to, to be prospecting against, yeah, that seems like that's money well spent. Boom. That's how when you've met a master salesman, when they're able to pinpoint exactly what the pain point is of the customer and then be able to show what the cost of not using your solution is. Dude, I'm all about ROI. <laughs> there you go. Bob, thank you so much. We'll have links to Career Club in the show notes and everything. Go check out Bob. He's got pretty good content as well. This has been great, Robin. Thanks so much for having me. Cool. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Robert Copernicus wanting to talk about a few special things I have going on right now. One of the most difficult problems founders hope to solve is to get traction for their startup. VCs won't even look at Pistex anymore without this crucial element. But why is getting traction so hard? Getting your first 100 customers should not be difficult. If you want 100 signups for your startup in 30 days or less before you even launch your MVP, check out my book, Minimal Bible Mockup at minimalbiblemockup.com or at mbmbook.com. And if you want a hands-on bootcamp to help you get to 100 customers and build out a high converting sales funnel, learn more about the three-hour Minimal Bible Mockup bootcamp at mbmbootcamp.com. And finally, if you are a serial founder with a successful business generating six or seven figures in revenue and scared you can lose it all at any moment book a call with me and my team at launchwithrobin.com to learn how you can launch your next startup with our operating system that helps you build an empire so you never have to worry about pivoting again again those links are mbmbook.com mvmbootcamp.com and launchwithrobin.com